Do you, do you feel like you've ever had a, con- a relationship with a teacher that was this close? Or that, yeah, mm. they get a transfer letter, you, you're breaking down, or you feel like, you know what, genuinely, this mm. is a big loss. Or the classroom in general feels like that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> Welcome to Hadithi Hadithi, the nostalgia podcast. We take you on a trip down memory lane to your primary and secondary school days through captivating compositions and inches read to you by your favorite personalities. My name is Mariam. I'm a TV and radio presenter and aspiring foodie. And today I have with me Stephen Mwangi, aka Mwas. He is a wordsmith, a social media influencer, an all-round funny guy. Welcome, Mwas. Thank you so much for having me. It is so nice to have you. Yeah. I know you're an 844 kid like me. Def. But I, I want to know what were your most fond memories of 844. I know that there might not be many, but yeah. how many do you have? Yeah, I just used to look forward to the Friday lunch breaks. Because on Friday, we had this unspoken rule that everyone eats fries and sausage in our school. So we used to get lunch coming from home at around 12.45. Then you go pick it up. So And then we go back to class. And then the people who used to be in boarding used to go to the dining hall and then they eat rice and dango. So the goal was for them to finish early and then come to class when we're still not done with our fries so we can share. Okay, that's then, that's yeah. sad to be the kid eating rice and dengu <laughs> yeah. while your mates are eating yep. chips and sausage. And when my parents wanted to uh, like punish me for something, on Fridays they wouldn't bring fries. They'll bring rice and dengu, rice beans, uh, ugali greens or something, yeah. You know, it's so funny. Yeah. I see people with these takes about not using food as a reward system. <laughs> and I'm like, it's not my fault. It's the as only a kid, you system. do well, you get good food. Yes. You do badly. It's like, oh, okay, you'll just eat regular stuff. Yeah. And then fast forward 20 years later, you have a good workout, have a good meeting, and you're like, you know what? I deserve a good meal. Yeah. It's all about balance. <laughs> it is all about balance. Yeah. Um, do you have any fond memories of your primary school, like especially the younger years? Because mm. I think that's when we really had time to be kids. Yeah. Because school wasn't too long. I think by 3 p.m. you're done. Yeah. Um, I used to love being able to leave the school and to go buy like uh, ice, like the popsicles. Yeah. Or buy my... Yes. I don't know if it has an English. English name, stuff like that. That was yeah. my favorite part of the day. Like home time, that bell. What was your favorite like lower primary time of day? Uh, for me, it was, I, I think that the, the as well, because we used to leave school at 3.10 mm-hmm. and then we used to have like a 10, 15 minute track home and guys would play along the way and, and we'd, we'd go Chokoza kids from other schools. But I think the most profound memories I have from my earlier years were like the transition from class three to class four. Because it came with like a lot of responsibility. You start, you stop using pencils, and now you can use the fountain pen, or you stop wearing the bladder tie, and now you can wear the tie where you have to learn how to tie it. I had forgotten Remember about that? the ties. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the transitions were actually such a big deal yes, to us as kids. Because we looked forward to it. January for, um, for for class four first term, mm-hmm. everyone used to be there early. And then you're transitioning from these flat out layout desks to ones where you can lock and have a padlock and have a kitchen on your on your waist. Big boy moves. Yes, big it was boy big moves. boy moves. And then you have a new tie. You start um you learn how to use a fountain pen with ink and everything. You have longer exercise books. It was it was crazy. <laughs> then they tell you, now you're in upper primary. So today we have a really dope insha. It's about a teacher-student relationship, but that goes beyond the normal that we're yeah. used to. And I think we'll just ri- uh, dive right into it. It's called Mwalimuwangu Muiria. Okay, so I guess Muiria is the name of the teacher. Yes, it is the name of the teacher. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we can start. Okay, the insha is called Mwalimuwangu Muiria. Mw- 
mvua iliyokuwa ikinyesha kidindia hatimaye ilianuka. Mwalimu wetu wa Kiswahili aliingia darasani akiwa na madaftari yetu aliyokamilisha kusahihisha. Hakuwa peke yake. Nyuma yake kumfuata unyo kwa unyo alikuwa ni mwanadada mrembo ambaye nilishindwa iwapo alikuwa ndio mkewe. <laughs> alikuwa mwenye ngozi nyororo kama ya mtoto mdogo. <laughs> It's I think it's just smooth as a baby's bum yeah. in Kiswahili. Alikuan. Wote wawili walitabasamu tulipo nyanyuka kutoka madawatini kuitikia maamkio yao ya asubuhi. Sikuwaona kama waliofaa kuwa bibi na bwana. Yule kidosho alikuwa mrefu kimo cha mlingoti mwenye uzito wa mke Himila. Huku maskini mwalimu wetu <laughs> alionekana kibirikizi mbele yake. Mke ndiye alie inamisha kichwa mume alikuwa akiinua chake wakitazamana waki I want to do a kamusi check for kibirikizi what Can I try and mean? guess what it is Yes try kibirikizi So in, like, for context uh-huh. um wakionekana kibirikizi mbele yake I think kibirikizi is a short person Kibirikizi mtu mfupi kupita kawaida mbilikimo kibete kijimo Unaweza mm, kibete Kibete I thought Loa. that was a pass. <laughs> Kibete is a pass. Oh. I'm, I'm just laughing cuz there's an estocol lower kibete so I'm just saying lower kibete. <laughs> a really really short person. Lower kibete. <laughs> yeah. So, so we're just establishing that what she's mm, taller than him. Yeah, and she's very pretty. Okay. She has very fair and soft skin. Um Molimu Miria alimjulisha kwetu ni kamaka. <laughs> Hakika hawakuwa na uhusiano wa karibu. Alikuwa eti ni mwalimu wetu mtarajiwa wa Kiswahili tayari kuchukua pahali pake mwalimu Miria ambaye alitushangaza kwa kutangaza kwa alipata barua ya uhamisho Machozi yanililengalenga machoni nilijipata nikitetemeka mashavuni mdomo ukiwa umepanuka mara darasa likakumbwa na kimya chenye kishindo wanafunzi wengi walishindwa kuji, kujizuia machozi First of all this composition is written by Clazet Ptoi I'm no, like so we'll school. do that a bit later and try okay. to figure out how old they are. But okay. so far, I don't feel like this is a this, primary uh, the school. This yeah. is this is it's on another level. Yeah, hakika mwalimu Miria alipendwa na karibu kila mmoja wetu. Hakukuwa na mwalimu wa kufananishwa naye. Tulingiwa na gamu. Haikuwa ni yetu kumuonyesha mwalimu huyo mgeni chuki. Ila hatukutaka yeyote kuchukua mahali pake mwalimu Miria. Alikuwa ni mwalimu wetu wa kipekee. Okay. Do you mm-hmm. do you feel like you've ever had a con- uh, relationship with a teacher that was this close or that yeah mm-hmm. they get a transfer letter you you breaking down or you feel like you know what genuinely this mm-hmm. is a big loss or the classroom in general feels like that? Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? There's not one teacher you're like you know what I, I me and you were operating on the same wavelength. I try and think about it and because I don't think there's any teacher who'd have left and I'd have cried or felt bad. You just been like I just feel like yeah it was it was nice thank you Mr. Njoroge for teaching me Siari <laughs> and I think it's because like we had very traumatic experiences with teachers growing up mm-hmm. like the caning and everything I never used to get the worst end of the stick cuz I was smart but my friends used to like like if I get 98% in science and someone has 72 and then everyone has to be beaten up to 100 so if you have 98 you get two strokes you have 72 you get 
That's so messed up, by yeah. the way. Yeah, 28. We never even questioned how people come up with these things. Yeah. And I remember, like, the schools, they used to use the gas pipe as a cane. Yeah. I'm just like, you saw this household tool meant to make cooking easier, but you're like, no, I'll use this to punish use... the children. And there's the, the, imagine there are teachers who are so passionate about the, you see, like, how samurais in, in like, animes, like, craft their swords. <laughs> yes. There are those teachers who would get a, a bamboo stick and then dry it out for six days, then dip it in kerosene, then stroke it and And then they're like, this cane will now serve me for another one term. This is, and they used is to so leave weird. it deliberately in the staff room so that when it's time to beat someone up, they're like, go get it from my locker. Which is also psychological torture yeah. in itself. Like getting someone to get you the cane that you're going to use to whoop them. Yeah. That's like telling someone to go get the cyanide when they're on death row. You know, Imagine. go get the, the mercury I'm about to inject yeah. into you or whatever poison it they use. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. It really is messed so up. So I, I really didn't have like a close relationship with any teachers. Any teacher that I was closely related to was only for PR because I was that kind of student who didn't want to be on the wrong side of anything. To be honest, I think there's at least like two teachers that I found were very impactful in my life. Not mm-hmm. because they were great at teaching, but because they were kind. Like those are the ones I remember. Yeah. They were kind to me. They were kind yeah. generally to their classrooms. There was one in class four and then our class teacher all through high school. Um, so those, just because they were nice and they seemed to genuinely care about you as a person. Yeah. It's not because like I got an A in your subject or anything of the sort. But I'm like from the more I talk about it with people, I'm seeing that that's very rare. That it's yeah. a blessing. I'm like, wow, this should be the norm. People shouldn't just be teaching because they yeah i think like teaching teaching is arguably one of the most noble professions because mm-hmm. i think it's you're making someone become something as as like as your nine to five or as your eight to three ten all right yeah. let's go on yeah but so far we just yeah we've just set up that they had a great relationship clearly and whoever mm-hmm. is writing this felt sad at losing yeah. um, their teacher so moja wanafunzi wenzangu alinipata njenikio ni meketi upoke wakati wa breaky breaky <laughs> yeye roni alikosa chakula la kulalamikia kwenda kwake mwalimu niliyemwenzi hakunge mkosesha usingizi ila kilikuwa ni sherehe kwake amroni for real hakujali ndewe wala sikio kweli moyo wa kupenda na kukuwiza huwa hakujua nilivyomheshimu bwana mwiria ukweli wa mambo ni kwamba mimi ndio niliyochoma moyo zaidi ya yote na matukio hayo miaka ilikuwa imepita miwili tangu mimi kujiunga na shule ile Siku yangu ya kwanza mwalimu Muria alinipa mapokezi yaliyonijusurisha. Mtihani ambao alinipa ulikuwa mgumu kwangu nikaanguka. Nilitanuka mwili kiasi cha kuchekelewa kwa kwakwa. Walishangaa vipi nilikuwa bado katika shule ya msingi, sahau kwamba mtihani ule ulikuwa ni wa darasa la sita. Nilikuwa mnene kama nguruwe. Uh, I'm late. <laughs> ni, ni kwa sababu hiyo siku lazimishwa kurudia darasa la tano. Okay. What, what does that even mean? Uh, There's so many problems with the premise of this because one it's something we also like you said earlier yeah. we saw in school like okay you can't proceed to the next level if you don't do this yeah. and now when you grow older you come to realize a not everyone learns at the same pace some yep. people have learning disabilities school is just also not for everybody yeah. so it's like how do you decide to now punish people and then how do you decide like this guy he's just a big kid he's not smart but he can't be in a lower class because of his size yeah. do you see how i don't know messed up the system was or is still kind of is because i know i know like there were like kids in in rural schools used to say the admission process was you had to put your hand hand over your head i remember yeah, and touch and your you ear touch your ear if you can't touch your ear then you're not going to school and and i was like what in the barbaric method of admission is that but the thing i keep telling guys it's like we've come to learn as adults that 
your grades really um made for a very small percentage of the progress you'd make in life mm-hmm. especially like in terms of like careers and things you choose to do um there's people who had really good grades and they went left with their careers and there are people who had really bad grades and they went like on the right direction right in a direction. different direction and took a different tangent and really excelled at them so education is key false or not or true education isn't key it's just important already so from what i'm gathering from the relationship as we go on this kid generally joined at a disadvantage bad at school fat kid and this teacher is the one who showed him love which you know i'm finding kind of cute so far okay okay So kutembea kwangu kulikuwa ni kwa shida nilichekwa eh <laughs> mara moja wakinibandika jina la Yokozuna <laughs> the trauma the trauma you know what guys used to call me in no. primary school no chowder <laughs> no chowder chowder was, was in high school chowder was in high school primary school was mendoza fat dog mendoza yep. oh yeah yeah okay that's hard so i definitely like you can relate to I this relate kid. To the, but yokozuna is all kinds of mean it is. I Wait, because like he's known he's to like put his wrestler. bomb on people. No, that's Rikishi. R- or Rikishi. That was Rikishi. Mimi siku nena wala kuwakasirikia. Lugha ya Kiingereza ambayo ndio ilisisitizwa siku ya leo vyema. Hakuna mwanafunzi hata mmoja aliyejaribu kufanya urafiki nami isipokuwa kunifanyia masiraha, masihara. Zaidi ya yote sikujua kusoma. Gimba lisilo akili wao husema ni gogo. Walioniongeza jina, waliniongeza jina Bahili. I'm going to look that up. Kamusi check. Yeah. Bahili. Mtu asiyependa kutumia au kutoa vitu vyake kwa wengine. Mbanifu mchoyo. Ah, okay. So why why is what's the thing with calling like chubby kids selfish, you know? I think it's cuz the uh I'm like he had a he had a lot of disadvantage. He was chubby. Um, he didn't know how to read he didn't know how to speak english he was slow in school like people just were like if you have nothing to give <laughs> <laughs> okay like, you be called selfish it's like calling a homeless kid like wow why wouldn't you give me your food like i don't yeah. have any yeah. it so doesn't it's make like, sense they were asking for too much from someone who has nothing yes yeah. indeed and this methali is just oof so gimba lisilo na akili ni gogo so gimba ni umbo mkubwa wa kitu au mtu mwenye mjengo wa unene wa mwili and then mtu mkubwa asiyekuwa na akili asiyetumia akili ni sawa na pande kubwa la mti which is gogo wow. so these kids are like you can't be big and dumb <laughs> choose a struggle or struggle <laughs> kids were mean so <laughs> let's, let's go back. back to our yeah. yeah our chubby kids struggles haikuwa mara ya kwanza mimi kudihakiwa na kukebehiwa mengi nilizoea hata hayange ni tayarisha tena mimi nilikaa chonjo na kuyahimili na kuyastahimili matusi kutoka kila pande. Kuchekwa hakukuwa ni ajabu tena. Walimu nao ni kama hawakunijali. Nilishindwa kujitetea. Nilitamani kuwa na marafiki. Hakuna aliyejitolea mhanga kutaka uhusiano nami. Awe ni msichana mwenzangu au mvulana, hakukuwa na kunitetea. Dunia nzima ilinichukia. Dahaliani nilikuwa upweke. So we've established that the writer is a babe. Yes. Okay. I was going I wanted to see if you would catch it because I wanted to ask you the gender of the writer okay. later. But yeah. good, 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 good. A student. Yeah. Attention to, <laughs> to detail. detail. Yeah. Siku moja nilizindwa na machungu ya roho. Mmoja wa wale wale waliopenda kunitania vibaya alifika nilikoketi na kuanza kucheka kucheka kunicheka. 
alituhubu kuniuliza wewe na ndovu nani mwenye mbio zaidi ya mwingine kati yako na nguruwe yupi anayemzidi mwingine kwa mafuta mulini sidhani wewe huhitaji kula wala kujipaka mafuta unangara tayari wewe huona njaa kweli <laughs> mori ilinipanda nikiwa mwenye mafutu wenzake waliendelea kuterema this sounds like ambogengeje <laughs> Bogigenje. You know cuz we want to do kamusi yeah. checks but you can't kamusi check everyone. Mori, nilipanda niko mwenye na mafutu wenzake kuterema. It's uh-huh. <laughs> It's like This is written by Wallah in Wallah. Already. Yeah. Um so clearly again in trouble. I don't know why kids were so mean. Wewe wewe ni ndovu nani mwenye mbio zaidi? Wewe na ndovu nani mwenye mbio ai mbio zaidi? hush hush kati yako na nguruwe ni yeah. this is just hush there's no humor within it as well yeah it's actually just mean mm. kama kuna siku nilipo karibia kumeza wembe nife uf na kutoweka kabisa kutoka dunia hii ilikuwa siku hiyo niliwaza kujinyonga kwa kuwa siku thaminia siku thaminiwa na yeyote mwanafunzi huyo mtukuti aliendelea kuniuliza ni yupi niliyefanana naye kati ya familia yetu ni mama ama baba aliniuliza kikatili lazima waviole wako wote wawe ni kama wewe na utazeeka darasa la sita jamani that is crazy do you think this is things this kid was going through because they've been very descriptive about the jokes and the meanness yeah. and their place in class and in that school and how they felt i'm just like cuz this is like four five paragraphs just describing what yeah. they were going through do you feel like this kid was like you know what this is my catharsis this is my healing i'll write <laughs> it out i feel like if this kid didn't go through this then he really has like a future great imagination. in fiction yeah. <laughs> uh, singe tena kuvumilia jawabu jawabu kwangu ilikuwa ni kuachana na shule kabisa huku wenzake wakiendelea kunizingira wakiangua vicheko nilimkimbiza kijana yule kumbe ndivyo nilivyomaliza kwa vicheko kukimbia kwangu kulikuwa ni kama kuraruka ruka kwa kobe yule mzembe hakujisumbua kutoroka bali kutembea kwa haraka akinipa chenga zilizozidisha vicheko hata mwalimu mmoja aliyeko karibu na nini aliumia mabavu kwa vicheko <laughs> Ni wakati huo ambapo mwalimu Maria alitokea kwa kishindo akitetemeka. Wahenga na wahenguzi hakika walinena ya kwamba lisilokuja asubuhi huja jioni. Alimwangalia mwalimu yule akakosa la kumwambia, "Nusura amrukie kijana yule na kumchanga makofi, kumchabanga makofi." Alikuwa na hasira, sahau kwamba ni hasara. Alimwadhibu vikali pamoja na wote waliosha nao. Mzaha mzaha ulitumbua ulitumbuka usaha. Huo ndio ulikuwa mwisho wao wa kunitania. Wa kunitania jinsi ile walikoma. Now we are making progress. Yeah. We get why I he loved why. the teacher so why she loved the teacher so much yeah. and why she was so hurt. But the other thing is when you say when he talks about um mm-hmm. like feeling like almost giving up mm-hmm. and you know he's being bullied and the other kids are watching and laughing and there's even teachers watching and laughing. Yeah. It reminds me that sometimes some of our biggest bullies were actually teachers. Yep. Which is messed up because I don't think a they even realize it. Yeah. You hang around kids too long, you become a kid. Somehow does that make sense? I think I think like for teachers it was their own trauma. This was the only place they had control. Mm-hmm. I remember like um someone used to tell us like our I can't remember what subject it was but there, there was a teacher who at home was I think the husband was some military guy. Yeah. And used to call the shots at home and this teacher used to be really mean in our class because I think the only place she could exercise control is in the classroom. 
because she knows once that bell for three ten rings and she goes back home, she becomes now like the subordinate. Yeah, the subordinate. But it's true now mm. that I actually think about it. Even a lot of the teachers in school who were the strictest, mm-hmm. when you know tea spreads around in Inini or you get to meet their kids and stuff, yeah. they're out of control. Yeah. It's like, okay, so now you found people that you can control yeah. and you're exerting it because your household is clearly out of your hands. And you that know? becomes a thing. Because I remember like I growing up, we also had kids in our school who were like the parents were teachers in the same school. Mm-hmm. And they are really not the best performing students, not the best in sports, not the best discipline wise. And you could see like their dad was the strictest. And then who tells you to read hard and, and become something? And you're like, if you can't do it to your own kids, why are you forcing it on us? You're right. It's a control a thing. Cliche. Yeah. Just looking for control. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good to be up. Uh-huh. So we're just, um, he's been saved from the, the bullies by Mwalimu Muria. Okay. Mwalimu she, She's uh-huh. been saved. So she's been saved by the bullies, well, uh-huh. from the bullies by Mwalimu Muria. Mwalimu huyo huyo ndio alisimama kidete nami kuhakikisha singe hangaishwa na yeyote. Akawa ni kama baba mzazi mwenye kunijali. Alielewa sikujua kusoma, hakunizomea wala kuniita majina. Nilishindwa hata kuamini ukarimu wake kwangu. Nilizoea kuitwa mjinga na mwalimu lakini huyo alikuwa tofauti na nimkarimu. Alichukua jukumu la kunifundisha huko akinita muti, akinitia mutisha. Hakuna mwanafunzi jura dunia hii, alinieleza kwa unyenyekevu. Ujue hivyo, mradi tu uwe na tamaa ya kutaka kujua kusoma utafaulu. Alijitoa kwa hiari kunisaidia. Alianza kunifundisha kusoma Kiswahili na pia Kiingereza. Baada ya miezi siopungua mitatu, nilikuwa mwelezi wa kusoma. Hakukomea hapo. Licha ya kuwa hakuwa mwalimu wangu wa hisabati, alianza kunifunza somo hilo kwa utaratibu ambao niliuelewa. Akianzia na kazi ya madrasa ya chini kabisa. Nilianza kufanya vyema mtihanini, alikuwa tofauti sana na walimu waliozoea kuniaibisha mbele ya wenzangu. Okay, so I guess now we get to see why Mwalimu Miria was was his was her favorite. Yeah. I I do get it, but then I wonder how many teachers could be like this if maybe they didn't have a classroom of 50, you know. Yeah. It's some some, some things are structural like you want to blame them, but then mm-hmm. it's also it's some it's partly not their fault because if I have 50 kids and I notice 10 are struggling, yeah. I cannot give all 10 individual attention. I can't stay after class with all 10 yeah. of them, you know. So how do you fix those things and st- as much as you want to be like okay, teachers sometimes, you mm-hmm. know, can be neglectful. At the same time, how do you give them a proper support system for them to be like the caregivers that they're meant to be? Yeah, and obviously the they need to be better compensated. Obviously, because yes. there's no classroom you'd ever walk in and you ask the kids, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" And people say, "I want to be a teacher," unless like maybe in a, in Brookhouse or whatever. Because mm-hmm. no one wanted to be like the teachers who educated us. We used to be with them in the same matatus coming to school. Yeah, we used to like see them like go through all this pain. Ama um they 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 never looked successful because I, i think the idea for us painted the the way success was painted in your kids was, was like money. a nice house a nice car mm-hmm. um nice clothes nice everything but maybe there are people who are being successful in their fields but it didn't reflect financially if like there's a teacher whose entire class code is in their subject i guess that's successful that is me. a successful yeah. person in my view yeah, yeah. Already, let's finish yeah. up. So I'm guessing at least we get to see now why he, uh, she felt so close to yeah. Mwalimu Miria. Ningewezaje kujimudu bila huyo mwalimu shupavu mwenye bidii kwa kazi na mvumilivu kujua akielekea kwenda kwingineko. Kwa bahati nzuri alihamishwa katika shule ya karibu iliyokuwa jirani. Hakuna aliyeweza kunikamiza nibaki nikisomea hapo kwani niliamua kumfuata mwalimu yule niliyempenda. Ama kweli 
kipendacho roho ni dawa I feel like at least we got a happy ending for her uh, nice, she yeah. moved I do know I'm I'm thinking like the bullying for me was probably the biggest issue. It was meant to be about the teacher, yes. Yeah. But the bullying for me is really what struck a chord. Yeah. And then also it's like what structures because this teacher seemed to be working against everything else to be a good teacher, to be anti-bullying and everything. Yeah. Did you ever be were you in a, ever in a school, either high school or primary where you felt like the system was for you and was trying to protect you from bullies or you felt like uh-huh. ah one and the same same was up? I feel like um it was it, I can't say it was for bullies or it was for the people because mm-hmm. unless the bullying was so severe is when the school like took action like if you got beaten to a pulp and you got swollen and if if your bullying was visible then the school would do something about it but there was a lot of things that were happening in school that no one would talk about because then you know in boys school culture it was snitches get stitches yeah so a teacher asked you like what do you have a black eye you're like I fell Because, you know, if you say that a monkey hit me in the face. Sounds like an abusive relationship. It was very abusive. Why do you have a black eye, I felt? (laughs) And this was our normal. This was was like the normal tangent. And then it's something that you're like, I can't wait to get to Form 4 so I can do this to some Form 1. And then it becomes... Is that about who you are as a person? Because yeah. I always wonder, A, when I when you grow up and you talk to people about bullying, you always meet the people mm-hmm. who are bullied. No one ever says they were they were the bully. Yeah. So is it that no one was the I bully in high school? I think people grow up and then become embarrassed about their actions. I saw this conversation online recently, mm-hmm. on Twitter especially, about abolishing boarding schools and whether mm-hmm. that's a conversation worth having. I don't know where you stand on that. I don't think like boarding schools are the problem. I think like how they're structured is... Because I, I honestly, I understand that people come from different families and not every parent is um, can afford having their kid go to school and come back home every day. And this is not just on terms financial. It's maybe I'm a parent who have who has like a serious nine to five. I leave the house at six. I come back at eight. Yeah. I'm not there to cook for my child. I can't afford a house help to look after the child. So it's like I'm going to send them to boarding school. So as they're working hard in school, I can work hard in my quarters. I feel like the system internally for boarding schools needs to change, become less prisony and more schooly. <laughs> yes. I don't get why it's like as it was a problem for your parents to come visit you on any other day but visiting day. Some parents used to figure the gate, I'm, I'm here to see my son. And then they're like, why? How can you be denied access yeah. to your own child? That happened like, to my it, mom once. Yeah. I think she was called in for like a disciplinary issue. I can't mm-hmm. remember, but mm-hmm. I think I was in form one or two. Yeah. And then after talking to the principal and stuff, she's like, okay, can can I go see her? Mm. And the principal said no. And she's yeah. like, you're denying me access to, to my child. I, yeah. I, I, they came out of my womb, literally. Yeah. They're like, you can't see them. Make it make sense. I feel like it should be that. Like Kids should be allowed to leave the school on weekends, mm-hmm. go see their parents if they want. Parents should be allowed to drop into school anytime. Yes. Just come. It doesn't have to be at you have come with food and everything. But we can come sit in the car, have a conversation. I agree. Or go to class and just walk around school and talk. That's true. Or I you, I can come with your uncle who you haven't seen in a while, who just flew in mm-hmm. for two weeks and they're living. Yes. And you can come talk to them. I feel like it's that. Secondly, I feel like the routines inside school don't have to be like prison routines. I don't get why there is daytime uniform and nighttime uniform. I feel like kids should be allowed to wear sweatpants and shorts and t-shirts and vests. Yeah, and like just chill. Yeah. And then you can wear your uniform when you're back to class. Class, yes. Thank you so much Moss for reading this fantastic intro for us Thank you so and much for, for making the me. time yeah. and for giving us fantastic insights. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you at home for listening as well and for supporting us. You can follow us on all our social media platforms at HadithiPod. Of course, like our content and review it. Tell us what you like. Tell us about what made you happy and we'll see you on the next one.
This podcast is produced by Yasmin Hassan, recorded and mixed by Joshua Mondi, theme music done by Joshua Mondi, and additional music by Kevin McLeod of Incopitech.com. Special thanks goes to Steve Amadi of Fancy Compositions and Inches.